it's very unusual for a uh, an American president to make public commentary on what the Federal Reserve is doing. And the reason for that is that uh, central banks uh, are now have got hard-won independence. That period of independence of central banks started at the beginning of the 1990s. The purpose of that was to reassure the market that uh, central banks would control inflation within an acceptable level. And the purpose of that reassurance was that it, was, uh, it would keep long-term interest rates low. Now we can all see that that's a, that's a success, both inflation and uh, short and long-term interest rates in many countries, especially Australia, are the lowest, uh, lowest they've ever been. So why is it that uh, Trump is departing from the usual way of uh, a president's relating uh, to Federal Reserves? Uh, I want to put the uh, two views on this. I think there were two, two Trumps uh, acting here at the same time. I think there's the public Trump and the policy Trump. The public Trump, of course, wants to win the next election. Uh, if you've ever been in New York and talked to people in finance, they're probably their, ha their greatest habit, um, uh, apart from whatever else they do for recreation, is blaming the Fed. And whichever way the market goes, uh, it's the Fed's fault. Uh, if uh, the market uh, falls too far, of course, the Fed has to do something about it. So in New York, it's a, a regular thing of conversation in the financial district of what the Fed is doing and why it's and why it's regularly told uh, it's wrong. In this case, uh, Trump, of course, is running for re-election uh, at the end of uh, next year. Uh, he's uh, introduced, gee, the biggest tax cuts, one of the three biggest tax cuts that have been introduced uh, into the U.S. economy since 1960. The previous ones uh, were in the early 80s by Ronald Reagan, who cut individual income taxes more than corporate taxes, and uh, Lyndon Johnson in the Kennedy Johnson administration who cut corporate taxes as aggressively as this time and individual taxes. He's definitely running, uh, amongst other things, on economic policy. But if the US economy slows down uh, coming into the election, he needs somebody to blame. And uh, I think what, he's what the public Trump is doing is he's setting up the Fed in the great New York way of taking the blame should he go into his election period at the end of November next year and the, and the US economy be soft. But I think this, there's a second reason for uh, why Trump says what he says about monetary policy. And the reason is that he's right. Um, uh, and I, the reason uh, I've thought about why he's right um, firstly, the guy did do, he's only one of the five uh, presidents who did an economics degree, and he did uh, his economics degree at one of the top five in the country, the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. This was, uh, he always said uh, that this was important to his career, and, his, and indeed, as I've remarked, his daughter Ivanka also graduated with an honours degree from the, uh, from the same university. So that means that when he's talking to economic advisors, he knows what they're actually talking about. Second thing is, one of the um, points about the Trump presidency is that he has a very wide range of advisors. He seeks advice and he seeks advice widely. Uh, and I think one of the advisors that he 
talks to from time to time is Kevin Walsh, uh, who was uh, on the Open Market Committee of the Federal Reserve during the financial crisis. And Kevin Walsh tries to have an unconventional approach, a problem-solving approach to issues in the Federal Reserve. And of course, he is attempting to compete. He wants to be the next chairman of the Fed. But also, I think it's the quality of economic advice he gets. And uh, particularly with Kevin Walsh being located in Stanford, where he teaches, uh, he's very much in with the San Francisco Fed and the San Francisco uh, Fed approach to what's happening with monetary policy. San Francisco Fed model that I've talked about a number of times really uh, is about uh, is based on the idea that there are two different ways of determining monetary policy and two different uh, information engines that are processing the information about American monetary policy. One is the Federal Reserve and the other one is the bond market. And there are more people paid more money in the bond market than there are uh, people paid in the Federal Reserve, although the Federal Reserve system is extremely large. So the question then is, what information can you get about where monetary policy is going uh, from what's happening in the bond market? And that's what the uh, San Francisco uh, Fed model attempts to do. It tries to take various parts of the bond market and the expectations, including those various parts of the bond market, and, and what they do for short rates. And it's that uh, with a couple of modifications that we run uh, as our Fed funds rate model. What we've seen, of course, is a quite significant decline in uh, treasury bonds, uh, which are one of the components of the model. And, uh, and that's happening not so much because the US economy's so weak. Uh, this quarter, for example, right now, uh, the Atlanta Fed says that uh, in its now cast, so, and GDP now says that US growth in the current quarter is, is, uh, is growing about 2.2%, which is kind of pretty much in line for what it's expected to go for the full year. And it's better than it grew, uh, better than it grew last year. So it's not so much growth that's the problem. The problem is that inflation is so low. Now, I've said elsewhere that I think the reason that inflation in the US is so low is because the US dollar is so strong. Uh, if you keep having rising US dollar, you're going to have falling commodity prices, and that will give you lower, uh, lower than uh, anticipated inflation. So the problem is not growth so much. <clears throat> the problem is inflation and the fact that inflation uh, is too low. We run our model with the various components, which is similar to the San Francisco Fed. We wind up with uh, an equilibrium short rate at this level of inflation. Uh, for the Fed funds rate, which is significantly lower than the current level. Currently, uh, after the rate cut from uh, 240 basis points, which is the, uh, what, what's called the effective funds rate, the effective Fed funds rate, and this is published both on the Fed website and in the, by the St. Louis Fed, and that fell from 240 basis points to 213 basis points after the last... Uh, uh, Fed rate cut. What our model says, the equi equilibrium level is 133 basis points. That's 80 basis points lower than the Fed funds rate got to after the last cut. And that means it's got room for three more rate cuts. And uh, uh, to get down to a level which would be almost half where it started the beginning of the year. And that's entirely because uh, inflationary expectations are too low. 
they're too low in the US economy, they're too low in the bond market. So I think Trump is right when he talks about uh, the need to further rate cuts. He's talked about 100, 100 basis points. Well, hey, you know, he's not prone to uh, understating something. Our model says 80 basis points, uh, which is three rate cuts. But what we therefore think is there will be a rate cut every quarter in the US till we get down to that, uh, uh, we get down to that level, gee, uh, early next year.